Root Insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. Hey. Hey, y'all. So. We're back. We're back. And we're pregnant. And yeah. Yeah, Randy's knocked up. So before we get into all of that, this episode, it is Mikey's lead, but we do have some listener correction. Yes, that we want to get into. Yes. So last episode was the proposal. Uh Uh-huh. And my sister kindly, promptly sent a text letting us know we were wrong. Okay. So apparently, Mike, she was in the room when you left the ring on the bed. Okay. It wasn't mama. Okay. And two, the night that I was called a bitch, she was playing. Yeah. We were all playing. Apparently, there was a teddy bear involved. Yeah, I don't remember none of this shit. Do you remember that? I remember it being like, it wasn't like she was like mad or nothing. I just remember it was because y'all don't play like that. <laughs> I didn't receive it that way. And, and it was actually a really embarrassing night for her because, like I said, everybody was around. And I had no clue. But see, this is growth, y'all, because. Y'all have come a long way. Five years ago. Yep. I would have been blocked on Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram. <laughs> and she would have changed your name and her phone. But you know we love you. We do. And I apologize for that mix-up because I completely forgot. But We felt it was important to recognize this because Brianna is our unofficial photographer. Yeah. Who is responsible for all the pictures all the of pictures our relationship. <laughs> that we ever take, including Candy the ones and polled. of our baby yeah. announcement. She did our so. pregnancy announcement. Thank you, She's Bri. not a photographer, but she's our photographer. Our photographer. Because she gets us. So we love you and we apologize for that, that fuck-up. And in the future, when we have sibling stories, we were we will talk to siblings uh-huh. and be like, hey, so do we remember this the same way? But also, shout out to you, Bree, for growth and being like, hey, so I'm just going to send a kind text I'll be like, instead of saying you ain't shit and I hate you. And you block. <laughs> but no, we love you. All right. Let's get into this episode. We hope you enjoy. Now check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm sowing with my seeds, like. Now check it out. I've been a father since I was a toddler. I would teach Welcome. Hey, y'all. This is episode 21, episode our lucky number, 21. our favorite number, yeah, the most it. symbolic number of this relationship. Episode 21 of the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. We are your host. I am Mikey. And I'm Randy. And we're pregnant. We are pregnant. Well, well, Randy's pregnant, but I'm Mikey's... carrying this burden too. Oh. We'll get it. He has sympathy pain. <laughs> and that's about the bulk of his burden. Uh, that's that's not it. I love you. Uh, <laughs> in this episode, we're going to share uh, thoughts and feelings and a lot surrounding the troublesome baby who we have started to refer as Baby Chapman. Yeah. Um, we're going to share how and why we started trying, how we found out we were pregnant, our initial reactions, sharing with family, and why we kept it a secret. <laughs> I'm excited. Hey. I'm excited. We're also going to respond to some of the questions you all have asked via social media, and I'm ready to get into it. All right. 
So, normally we would start this episode, as you know, with a love story. But Randy didn't want to look one up, so we're going to skip that. That's actually not true. I knew this episode might be a little longer Uh than some, and I knew that the love story and our fight or flight would add to that time. And we really want, this is such a special episode. It is. And I really just wanted to get right into it. Because I know when I'm waiting for something to happen in an episode, I don't want none of that, the other shit. I just want what I want. So you didn't want to just mess with people and be like... I just want to talk about this baby. I mean, as a, as a listener, I'm sure that's what people are thinking. <laughs> Whatever, nigga. So, all right, baby. So... Let's get into it. Yeah. Our main topic, pregnancy. Yeah. So when and why we started trying again. Um, I credit therapy. I started therapy, as y'all know, mm-hmm. um, back in late February, early March. Yes, after... Some the really loss bad, of the first baby. Yeah, and some really bad bouts of therapists in between that time trying to find someone to talk about the first baby with. So I found a really great therapist, and my second session with her, or my first, it had to be my second, because by that point we had started talking about irrational and rational thoughts. But anyway, I told her, like, you know, hey, I never want to miscarry ever again. And she was like, okay, you know, that's that's fair. That's a rational thought, you know, mm-hmm. to never want to go through that again. However, the only way that you will ever avoid miscarrying again is if you never get pregnant again. And I don't think that's what you want. And she was right. And Shout I hate out her. to. I hate her lover. Yeah. I was like, well, shit, you right. So I got back home and over the time, you know, my cycle by that point had started again. I was sex was still very hard for me. I would just cry and cry. It was difficult. It was. <laughs> it was a little. It was a little challenging. I was. Yeah. It was just really rough. Um. But we had decided that we would take our anniversary trip, which y'all saw us take. I think it was episode seven or eight, and then we were on Instagram with it. But we went to Florida for our anniversary trip. Um. That we decided we would let nature take its course. We would not. Use any type of protection. So we wasn't trying. We but weren't. We wasn't not, not trying. Not trying. And we were drunk the whole trip, which made it easy. <laughs> which <laughs> we is not something I'm proud of. And night. So. When you throw Hennessy, y'all, me and Hennessy, it's just a whole nother. Randy's problematic. Didn't we record? To- anyway, so. <laughs> we can't post it. We can't no. post it. That's no. important. Mikey. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, uh, but we decided to let nature take its course. So that yes. was April on that trip. I, by that point, I had two cycles. The doctor had told me to wait three cycles before we started trying again. But we don't never listen to directions. And I didn't get pregnant. Yeah. So it, no harm, no foul. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I asked Mikey, you know, are you ready, like, for real to start trying? I think, um, let's just, like, backtrack a little bit. After we lost the first baby, I was... You know, we, I was just like consoling you. You were upset, and like one of like the clearest thoughts you expressed was like, "I was like, you know, like it's on, it's on you. You know, whenever you're ready to start trying, we can start trying again." And you immediately was like, "Yeah, I want to try again," which I thought was like odd at first. I just really didn't think I would try so soon. I thought we'd take the rest of the year. I didn't think that we would try. I again. figured it would take a year and some, maybe more. Yeah, I didn't I think, think we'd try so soon. I really didn't. Like, but, somebody would have told me in February that we would have tried it again in April. Or at least started having sex without me crying in April. I would have been like, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> but And you got pregnant again when, Randy? May. So it took a cycle. It happened really quickly. So quickly 
that we will get into that happened <laughs> really quickly. I was very shocked. Um, but so we agreed that we weren't a hundred percent ready to start trying, but we were a hundred percent ready to be parents. So yeah, and sex started to become great again. It was. It was fun. As, as fun it again. always is. And I didn't cry anymore during. Well, there was one time, but like that wasn't because of the I'm a baby. It was just orgasm crier, y'all. I'm nice like that. I, I, I'm not proud of it. I don't think anybody can get you there, babe. What? I don't think just anybody can get you there. It takes skill. Does it, babe? It does. Skill to make a woman cry <laughs> because it was good. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay so um how did this happen so yeah so we i think that we can see the week of may 21st uh-huh because that is the only time it could have possibly happened because okay. i don't know if y'all remember but the following week i got really sick and we had a podcast episode and we were both dying but like at that time i wasn't feeling as bad as randy was i was feeling I so thought it was like bad i thought it was a cold too it we thought it was sinuses but then i got over it and randy didn't didn't and um, I still didn't think anything of it because my cycle was four weeks out. And, but I was um, like, you mad late. I, I was like, you're late. late. I was like, you were, you were late. I wasn't. My cycle was supposed to come to June 11th. Yes, symptoms wasn't presenting the same. Now, if you've been with somebody long enough, pregnant. you know. You did not I did. think I was I, pregnant. After we had sex, I said you're pregnant. I was like, oh, you're definitely pregnant But I was pregnant like, right whatever, now. nigga. You always say you always Exactly. But I was right. I was like, yeah, you're definitely pregnant. You know how much I just did? You yeah, always you, do a lot. Up, but not. Well, I blame this time on you. Mikey. Randy was doing the absolute most, y'all. <laughs> For all family members and like parents and mentors who might, you know, be uncomfortable, just fast forward 15 seconds. Oh, my God. Randy was being nasty. Randy was doing all types of stuff that she ain't never done before. I ain't never, never <laughs> not done this stuff. I Randy decides she want to be a little bit more flexible tonight. <laughs> We ain't been working out in a minute, but she want to start squatting and stuff. Like, it Mikey. was just, it got real. It was real. So, Randy is the reason why she's pregnant. Just putting that out there. And if you just tune back in. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't. So, I didn't know. I really didn't know. My cycle was still, like, four weeks out. Mm-hmm. I had a cold. Everybody kept telling me it was sinuses. I took the flow name. You was taking and mad medicine. <laughs> I took cold medicine. Nothing was working. You was taking, we took, you took NyQuil, DayQuil. You took. I t- Robitussin. Robitussin. You took. This cold would not leave. What else? Mucinex? You was thinking Mucinex? Nothing. I finally took some Flonase and it cleared up. Yo, my baby was drunk off of like all the cough It cleared syrups. up. Yeah. And I and I was fine. And then you weren't. And then I wasn't. So my cycle was supposed to come June 11th. Um, And that week happened. And as y'all saw on Instagram and I posted the videos, I thought I was pregnant that actually I want to bring. I really want to be accurate. Okay. So I track my cycles and things. Yeah, which I used to think was weird. Um, Randy used to keep track of how many times we had sex in a year. I still like, do. Dating back to high school. I still Even do. though we never had sex in high school. We waited until we were adults. I was 17. any adult. Call, we shit. had sex. No, we didn't. Dude. It was illegal. No, it wasn't. You I think were it was. just, you, you were 19. Okay, so. <sighs> I was about to be 18. So. <laughs> we are getting so off topic. So my cycle was supposed to happen. Uh-huh. And it didn't. June 11th. So what happened? So I got sick May 28th through like May June 2nd. We had sex that Sunday because mm-hmm. my first time without a cold. It definitely didn't happen then because I've been ovulating and all that stuff. So uh-huh. my cycle was supposed to come June 11th. Okay. It didn't. Because you were pregnant. So I didn't, like I said, but everybody thought I was late because I was depressed. I didn't. Mama did. 
Okay. Everybody did. Everybody else did. They're like, you know, depression can affect your biological this wasn't, system. But you, I was like, I ain't been no like more depressed than nah. how I was last month or the month before. You're actually much better. And my cycles after the first baby were happening every 30 days. The most regular cycles I've ever had in my life. Mm. So I asked Mikey, did he think I was pregnant? At first, he said no. All right. Now, just to clarify, you know why I said no. No, I don't. So I said no out of fear. Of it not being true. You weren't scared. No, seriously. I was like, well, no, I don't think you're pregnant. Because you if I was like, yeah, I think you're pregnant, and then you weren't. Because he knows my body. He was like, yeah, no, you're not pregnant. I thought you were pregnant. You didn't say that. I thought you were. I was like, oh, she could definitely be pregnant. But, you know, I don't know. So, nah, nah. A few days later, he thought I was. So, anyway, my cycle was late. At this point, just a day. And then I took a test on Thursday. So, that is June 14th. Okay. It was negative. But... I thought I saw a faint line, and it turns out I did. The problem is, it was a family dollar test. You got ready when I bought these two dollar tests. Test. It was family dollar test, y'all. There were two tests. One, of course, was not used, so it was blank. The other one was the one I used. I end up Googling, can you have a faint line? Like, I didn't know, because we have this saying in our relationship, my pregnancy test don't lie. I'm either pregnant or I'm not. We don't have inconclusive tests, okay? Yes. Over here. It would be pretty clear. Because I've had to take a few pregnancy tests. Okay? Okay. So, that being said. Uh-huh. They, Google was talking about evaporating lines. How lines evaporate after some time on a test. So, I picked up the test I didn't use. Thinking it was a test I did use. And all the lines were gone. I love you. <laughs> so, I threw the test away. Good night, Randy. Thinking that that's what happened. I think I'm done recording. So, I think I'm over you. Okay. So, how did you find out? <laughs> Saturday, we went over our mentor's house because yes, her brother um, passed. I, I work with one of our mentors, love her to death, and I found out that day, or earlier that week, that her brother had passed. Yes. So, I was like, let's take them some wine. Let's go see them. Let's go see them. She really loved to see you because I hadn't really seen, I hadn't seen them since since I lost the baby. And we've been texting us up, but I hadn't seen them. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't been over there. That Sunday, we last saw them. We saw them that Monday. I'm sorry to miscarry. So I hadn't seen them. Yeah. I hadn't been at their house since losing the baby. Um, so I was like, okay, let's go. So we went. I had some wine. Some. I had a lot of wine. A lot. I was drunk. <laughs> okay. And we were Randy both. was good and gone. We, we were, were both all depressed. sitting on the couch, just talking. I'm drinking my beer. Randy makes a request. For we Snickers. all was just like, he was like, okay, you know, we'll get you some later. Are we gonna like find? No, she wasn't. You wasn't. You just wanted something sweet. I was like, I want a Snickers. Like, I was very specific. And so our mentor was like, Hey, you know, would you like a piece of cake? I <laughs> ate the he, cake. He brought the cake out and ran ate the cake and was pissed. It was like, Yeah, I want a Snickers. <laughs> that was like the second time. <laughs> a third time came up. We were in the middle of conversation I'm talking about something. I think Black Panther, something. And Randy just was like, You know, I really want a Snickers. <laughs> and and everyone funny. looks again like, Okay. And it was when that time I'm using the restroom. And then some more time has passed. And this time when Randy asked, there was like a second voice like coming out of her That's vagina. That's not true. Like, <laughs> like a dark, I want some Snickers. That's not true. Yo, the fourth time he said, I want some Snickers, everyone paused. And you never Kim, that? I, I miss her go. She goes, all right, let's go to CVS. I'm like, Snickers? And she's like, no, we're going to get a test. And I was like, get a test for what? Because you. She's like, Randy, this is your fourth time asking for Snickers. This last time you growled at us. <laughs> and you've been peeing all day. And I was like, I've had all this alcohol had a lot of wine and, and Randy always pees a lot and she but, goes well I've had the same amount as you and I haven't gone to the restroom at all and I was like huh I didn't even notice that <laughs> this whole time my baby is fighting for their life trying to filter out this goddamn wine <laughs> and Randy keep putting more of it in I was like okay so we go to CVS and we uh-huh. get 
a Snickers first because that's what I really wanted. Okay. She really wanted us to get a test that showed how many weeks I was. So we ended up going to Publix to get a test. Uh-huh. They don't have any more of those tests. So we just end up going with the clear blue, pop, you know, pregnant, not pregnant. I was like, Miss Kim, I'm not pregnant. I don't really want to take this test. She was like, I'll buy it. And it, no harm. Yeah, because I was like, yeah, we're not paying for pregnancy tests. First of all, it's all a racket. Babies is all a racket. Why am I paying a million dollars for something for you to pee on that we're going to throw away? Right. Pregnancy tests are too expensive. Right. And I was so like, like, I don't yeah, want to buy, buy a test just for it to be negative. So she was like, I will buy it. Good times. And so we get back to the house. I take the test. And I don't even do that whole, I'm going to leave three minutes. Because I'm like, I'm not pregnant. I just knew I wasn't. I was. It was still the week of my cycle. I, so technically, I still wasn't late because I'm still in that week. I'm cramping. I'm having cycle cramps. And so I'm like, oh, it's about to start. Like, this is just what happens right before my cycle starts. I take the test. The test don't even load, y'all. A word pop up. I fall to my knees. Look at this test on the ground. I open the door and I say, Mike. 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 And so he goes, say my name again and I'll believe you're pregnant. And I said, Mikey. <laughs> it's like 1030 at night, y'all. It was great. And I just... But I just sat on the ground and I just cried. I was like, oh my God, I'm so drunk. This poor baby. <laughs> I felt so I bad. Her, just started laughing just at started her. Like, and Yo, I was, it's okay. <laughs> I walk over to Randy and just start holding her. Holding a pea stick. It was. It was nice. It, it was, was nice. It was, it was fun. It was like 1030 at night. She's just like, yeah, as soon as I walked in, because we showed up before she did. We were there with her husband before she showed up. She's like, yeah, as soon as I walked in, I looked at your face and knew you was pregnant. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, every every mom can tell when someone else is pregnant. Your face just looks pregnant. It was funny. And it was the day before Father's Day. So it was great. It was it was the night before Father's Day. Yeah. And so you were just like, happy Father's Day. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? It was insane. Because I had just asked them, do you want to do something for Father's Day? Because we had had the whole Mother's Day debacle, as y'all know. And I was like, you know, I just want to know going in, do you want something? And I told her ahead of time. Like, no, I don't want he was like, any, no, he doesn't nothing. want anything. So I said, okay. And then I turned out to be pregnant. So I still, I didn't listen. You didn't. So that's how we find out, y'all. We kept it a secret for two weeks from any everybody. And um, why? Why was that, baby? Well, I was like, well, if I lose this baby again, I would like some time with the baby. Because the first time around, as soon as we found out, we, we told everybody. Like, yeah. we got in the car and we yeah. drove around the city of Atlanta. Yes. And Beaufort. Like, we <laughs> took we took a road trip to tell everybody we knew. And then the baby died seven days later. And I felt like... The analogy I gave Mikey and people who asked was, you know, it's like having a friend come into town. We're really excited to see them. But this friend got 50 other friends. So they go see all these other friends first. They finally come see you, but they fight about to leave. Now you only got 30 minutes with them as opposed to like the three days that you thought she was going to have. So I was like, you know, I really just like this time to have this baby with me so I can talk to the baby, get to know the baby before we start letting everybody else know. Um, And then just in case the baby leave, I've gotten this time with this baby. That I didn't get with the first baby. So, we kept it to ourselves. It was really great. I really liked it. It was quiet, you know? Nobody's calling, like, let me see your belly before there is a belly. Nobody's like... It was just us. It was just us. It was nice. We didn't have it, it the first time. So, it was real peaceful. But then, I got sick again. <laughs> and I'm like, see, this shit is crazy. Why mm. can't I have regular morning sickness? I got sick again and we realized we had to start reaching out to people because we need help. Yeah, it was... Yeah, was, Fourth of July. It was lonely for you. Yeah. You're just saying, like, you know, like, people should know. There are some people who I'm pretty sure you felt like, or you wanted to, like, share with. My siblings. You. Your siblings. So, we started hitting people up one at a time. Yeah. 
Um, and we told his mom on 4th of July. She was really excited. My mom was, was excited. We actually told her on Father's Day because Mikey didn't think I was going to make it. Nah. Randy was struggling. I was so tired that day. My mom would have been like, girl, are you pregnant? Turns out my mom had a dream I was pregnant like a month before and hadn't said anything because my brother was like, maybe let's not tell her you dreamed she was pregnant. Yeah. Wait did she tell you, you know? So she thought I was dodging her anyway, but I was, I did not know I was pregnant. But you were. And I was. Drinking and I was drinking a lot. Y'all, I wasn't okay. Okay. You know, I, I, and this baby's strong. okay now? I'm okay now. Yeah. You know, for the most part. So... <laughs> So we started um, sharing with family. It was yeah, telling his mom was really excited. Incident. She was very emotional. My mom cried again. It was great. It was great. Oh, sensitive ass. Um, we told our siblings, but then we didn't tell anyone again until we had the first ultrasound. Yeah, a couple weeks later. Yeah, I was seven weeks. We didn't know I was seven weeks. We thought I was eight based off my cycle, but I was seven weeks exactly when we went for the ultrasound. Now this time when we went for an ultrasound, we went to a completely different doctor. Yes. Yeah, so um, right now I'm going through C baby. Yeah, all that free. Kaiser shit was dead. Yeah. We're doing C Baby Midwifery, and I love them. It's just so different. Like, and I really told myself this pregnancy, I would advocate for myself. I wouldn't let anyone bully me. And they take a more uh, holistic approach to personal how they handle the mom, which is just better. It's great. Um, They had a very open, honest conversation with us. We told them that if if there was anything going on with this baby, we want to know. Yeah, don't want you to like take a picture real quick and then throw it away and then you know act like everything's okay. Like last time. See episode four. <laughs> um, which was like, which was nice. And then we got to hear the baby. Yeah. They told us it may be too soon to hear a heartbeat, but that there would definitely be one. So they would just check to see that there was one. I mean, it wasn't but prepared it may for that. be too soon to see. And it may be too small, you know, cause the baby's seven weeks. And so we were like, okay, we just want to make sure that everything is where it's supposed to be. Like, I don't, I don't mind not hearing a heartbeat if I can't. But the lady just pressed play and the heartbeat started playing. And it was the greatest sound. It was so ever. emotional. Yo, they had like, I don't know, they think they had like surround sound in the yeah, room. Yeah, so you could hear it all around you. All around you. you. I was like, oh my God. They had the lights like, dim low. It, it was, was like some glow so under the emotional. bed. It was it was a lot. I'm going to post a picture. We'll post a video. We did. We did in the stories, but we'll I post it again. again. But um, it was my favorite sound. This it was beautiful. Song. But this time I've done my research. So I'm like, okay, hey, this was great. But I read that the baby's heartbeat is supposed to be a certain beats per minute. She was like, yeah, no, it's supposed to be between 110 and 170. Your baby is 150. I'm like, good job, baby. baby you better be out heartbeat. here showing out at seven weeks with this 150 beats per minute heartbeat. I ain't know nothing about all that. I just, I just heard. I looked it up because I was like. Cause I knew something was missing with the first baby, and the doctor didn't tell us. But I was, so this time I Google, you know, what should the baby have by your first ultrasound ap- mm-hmm. appointment? And if there is a heartbeat, how how fast should it be? And so I did all that research because I didn't want to go into a doctor's office and be uneducated again. And also, when she like zoomed in, you could you know, there was a whole baby, uh-huh. there, was a whole, there was baby, there was a sack, baby there was head everything, is big baby head large. That's your Lord fault. Help me, it's your big ass head. It is. God help me. So, yo, you know what just hit me? This is completely unrelated. The baby is going to be due a week after my birthday. It's a projected due date. Yeah. Um, the baby could be born seven days early on my birthday, which would be great, right? That did not just occur to you. No, no, no also, that's not what just occurred to me. What? Yes. That just means that the same time of year that we got busy is the same time of year that my parents got busy and had me. That's nasty. It was nasty. It was disturbing. Sorry. 
So Not also, I don't know if y'all know, but as we said, our this baby is due in February, but we also lost the first baby in February. So it feels yes. really divine that we are getting another baby due at the same time we lost the first baby. So yeah. Because my favorite great. month turned into... I think that's so crazy because we could have got pregnant in April and had the baby in December or January. Could have got pregnant way after May and had the baby like later. But this baby was conceived when it was conceived to be here by February. I think that's great. I think it's great. And we were not trying. Like, I wasn't taking any ovulation tests. Only thing I was doing was looking at cervical mucus. But it's really easy to tell when I'm ovulating. Always sexy when you say cervical Sorry. mucus. It's really easy to tell when I'm ovulating because I'm really in the mood that week. Like, I'm just different. And, yeah, she was different. So, <laughs> our families were really happy. People were a bit reserved um, because, you know, they got their hearts broken the first time. I feel really bad about that. I really want people to be excited, but I can't, like, dictate how people control their emotions. Yeah. So, I, I had to let it go. Um, I just felt like I didn't want anybody like, can she do this? I don't know, just waiting to see if I was going to fail again. That was just me projecting, I guess. But, no one um, was thinking that or feeling that in any kind of way. So we told social media when we were exactly 12 weeks. Because I just couldn't keep it a secret anymore. My morning sickness started at five and a half weeks. And it is still going. Which is why we took the two-week break. Because talking for long periods of time was hard. Was making me very nauseous. Man. Um, we would have to pause. I'd there was a couple of like, times in the last episode we paused for you to... Because like, you wasn't feeling well. I thought I was going to throw up. It was just really bad. and I was, I was lying. Talking about I'm sick too. So that y'all didn't think she was pregnant? <laughs> it was really hard. Like, it's hard right now. I need some cranberry juice. But, um... We gotta rearrange the studio. We need some lower chairs. Because his belly is growing. But, Sorry. yeah. So, we told everybody at 12 weeks. Because I was just tired of not telling everybody. On top of that, we got another confirmation of heartbeat. The same heartbeat. There's just one baby. Yeah. Uh, and the baby's heartbeat <laughs> is still 150 beats per minute. I forgot. So, while all this was going on, before we finally saw the baby, you was just making all type of, like, twin jokes. Yeah, but no. Randy to have like more. Than Everybody more. thought I was having twins because my morning sickness started so early, and it was just like bad. Nah, it's just it's just one baby. It's just one baby that's causing all of this. So we told everybody. How do you feel now? I feel good. I was really nervous, as Mikey said. We were really mm-hmm. tired. We stayed up to midnight to post. Um, and that day was a very long day for us. I think I got sick that day. Like I was just tired. Um, but we were really excited, but I was nervous. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to tell everybody I'm going to wake up and this baby going to be gone. Not like in this ca- yeah, ca- Randy was like doing catastrophic way, but like just, I don't know, like a groundhog day. Yeah, it made no sense, but I love you. I was really nervous to tell people because now everybody knows. And I was excited. I just don't want to let anyone down. It's my baby. But the baby feels strong. This baby is here. This baby yeah. is coming. And I told myself I will be honest this time with myself. The first baby, I knew something was wrong, but I was in denial. And I or I felt like me admitting I knew something was wrong was me not being positive. And so I, I just didn't acknowledge the fact that the baby was dying. And I feel I wish I did because I would have been, you know, would have talked to the baby. I would have had this like pre-morning thing that I could have had with just us. But I didn't, which is why I think it was so bad when it was actually confirmed. So I told myself this pregnancy and future pregnancies forward if I do this again, because this morning sickness is bullshit. But um, <laughs> well, all right, I we didn't have I it. Would, I would, um, I would be honest. Like if I feel like the baby's okay, I will say the baby's okay. The baby's okay, and baby feels okay. Before we get into responding to questions that people asked or comments, um, I want you to talk a little bit about how it's been being pregnant so far, because we actually didn't put that. Well, in it's there. one of the questions someone asked. She, I, she asked, "What was my favorite part?" And you know I don't have many, and it made me feel really bad because 
really don't have many favorite parts of pregnancy so far. Well, um, pull up, what is what stuff you want to share? Let's um, go. Well, wait, Mike, how do you feel now that we posted? Now that we posted, honestly, I still knows. feel like this is something that's mine. Like, while it was nice to share that with everybody, I still, you know, I'm the daddy. So yes, I feel very are. close to this. Um, for anyone who's been listening to this or anyone who knows me, you know how big, uh, how important it is for me to be like present. Mm-hmm. In my child's life, whenever I have one, so I'm prepared to like fuck this whole fatherhood thing up in the best way. It's gonna be nice. It'll be great. It's gonna be great. Um, so right now, I'm just making plans for the baby. Uh, we don't know the sex of the baby yet. We don't. We found I don't know out if it's my son or my weeks. daughter. We have names for both. for both. Yep. And we won't keep those a secret. But depending on who it is, we will tell y'all the name. But we're not telling them beforehand because I don't want nobody stealing my baby name. Yeah, because I'm gonna have to fight somebody. <laughs> So, All right, let's get to question it. from this person wanted to say anonymous because they too are pregnant. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, Wait, hold, and a whole bunch of people came out of nowhere after like, Randy announced was like, too, I'm pregnant. I'm so happy. All y'all crazy. These are, these are mothers who have lost children before too. Yep. And, um, and so we're all having our babies. Our babies are doing around the same time. And we're close to these people too. We really are. Also weird. So I'm really happy because I was feeling really lonely because everybody I know babies who is pregnant is... Um, if I know who's pregnant, I mean, who who was pregnant, all the kids are grown. You know, that's true. So like, I don't have nobody to talk to. I right was afraid now. I wasn't gonna be able to raise my kid with nobody. Like, you know how much I love Cortez. Yeah. Like now, about to be like twenty. You know what I'm saying? Know. Like, She's like eight. Like I don't, I can't be around. You know, I, we're not gonna like go out. Yeah. And this is like the age what difference. It's yeah. crazy. So, so she asked to remain anonymous because she's pregnant, and I was so excited. I can't wait that she tells everybody. What a question? So child. she says, "Do you have anxiety about this pregnancy?" How do you stay calm? We are also expecting. And I've been a total wreck. And okay, that's all I will say. So, um, <laughs> initially, I did have some anxiety because that is what happens after you lose a baby. Especially for me, if you don't have any kids to prove that you could actually conceive and birth, mm-hmm. it's really difficult. Like, caring again. I'm like, can I even fucking do this? Like, I don't know. So, well, I did. Naturally, you would feel anxious about yeah. it. Every, every little thing is going to set you off. Even if the little like any like cramping like it, yeah. it's, it's the baby just burrowing in but to you it could mean like like the worst because yeah, i was cramping during my cycle week and i was like why am i cramping if i'm pregnant and yeah. then they were like well that's actually implantation cramping and the cramping stopped after my cycle was posted and um so i haven't cramped since there is no spotting but my baby reminds you daily that they that are they here. are there. <laughs> Yes, they freaking do. So do I, So I did have anxiety, but around my fourth, we found out when I was three weeks. And I only know that because I counted back from my mm-hmm. ultrasound. We found out when I was three weeks. Around my fourth week, I just was like, you know what? I'm not losing another baby this year. I'm just not. It's just not going to happen. I, ref- I can't. Like, I, I physically can't. And so I was like, you know, I speak life over this baby, which is something I didn't do with the first baby, which made me feel so bad. I didn't even do that with the first baby. I didn't think to, you know. Um, I was just so worried. But, you know, I was like, I speak life over this baby. And, you know, this baby is okay. And so that's what I tell myself. I also say, fuck you, Satan, a lot whenever I start thinking negative thoughts that are not of God mm-hmm. and that I know aren't mine. And um, what else do I do? And I also remind myself that worry doesn't keep babies here. And it doesn't because it didn't keep the first baby here. And it also helps, I think, that I'm in therapy still. So I'm still seeing that therapist, um, which has been good for me. So it helps me. Maintain rational thoughts and um and I'm also y'all, I'm honestly not worried about this baby. Like yeah. the second time we went to the doctor so they could check the heartbeat again, I knew they would find it. I wasn't worried. I really wanted that second confirmation for like general purposes, but um 
And she couldn't find it at first because she was way on the left side. This baby right here on my right, chilling. Okay? <laughs> Under and, your lung or something. Right. And screaming. so <laughs> she found the heartbeat. She's like, I'm not worried. I was like, I'm not either. You know, I'm just ready for you to find this heartbeat. And she did. And the baby's heart is still very strong. So yeah. I'm really not worried. And I'm I'm trying not to suffer unnecessarily. And suffer unnecessarily means that I will be worrying unnecessarily. And right now I'm not. So, so how are if you, you were- calm? curious about me being anxious i also was very um the work that i do is very hectic and it can get very emotional and i work with kids who have like you know suffer severe traumas and things of that nature yeah so i'm trauma informed and i've been through a lot of trauma (laughs) over this year with my wife going through what she's gone through um and the only way that i've been able to deal with it was extreme prayer um i prayed over your stomach every night Mm -hmm. um Say something to myself in the mirror every morning before I went to work. Talk positively about you and the baby on my drive to work. Drive home. Get home. Everything's still fine. Right before um, Rick Randy would call me and, you know, I'd get nervous. I'd mm-hmm. panic. Um, but I'd pray that the phone call was a good one. And, you know, and I'd answer. And there was one time where my heart stopped because you were crying. Mm-hmm. But you were crying because you just threw up. <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> Yes. He was so happy. He was like, I Yo, want you to have I've been celebrating babies. every single one of Randy's pukes. Because Randy didn't throw up with the last baby. So every time she throw up, I just be like, yes. They, they say that means the hormones this are like baby is here. growing and things. I think they just tell you that to keep you from killing yourself. And I won't tell this like to her. But I can talk about it on the podcast. And share it with you people. Because like, her being sick is like the greatest thing ever to me. I love it. It's awful. It's beautiful. And you wish this on me. And you did I didn't this wish this on you. And you did this to yourself. So that's how I'm staying calm. I just, you know, I really want this baby to be here and I don't want to have to, and I'm just not worried. Yeah, thinking positive thoughts and just believing like I'm manu- I'm walking around like this baby's happening. But I do get nervous. I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to lie. I do have obsessive things that I've been doing. So before we announce, between the two weeks before we announce, I went to almost everybody I knew who had been pregnant. I went to their Instagram pages if they announced their pregnancies and I found out when they announced and then I counted weeks to when their babies were here. <laughs> Yeah, you're insane. I I did that just to see if they babies were still here. Like I was like, did they have their babies? Did these babies make it when they announced? Some people told really early. Some people told at three weeks. Some people told at twelve weeks. Some people told at twenty. Like depending, the people range. And I was like, I cannot wait another week. One, I'm showing. Like, oh, it was stupid obvious. So we had I'm a showing. You had a you had a family reunion. <laughs> Yeah. I went to, and your uncle was taking like pictures and stuff. My we didn't face, know at the time. We did not know. That you were pregnant, but. It was the end of May. It was just funny. My face, when those pictures posted, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with my face? Like, that's your face. You got a round face sometimes. No, I don't. At certain angles, it looked round. Y'all, I look so ugly. I was like, Mikey, why you tell me I was ugly? Why you because with me? You're What's not happening? Ugly. I'm with you because you bad. And ugly. And sexy. I was so hurt. I gained five pounds, but I lost inches and. At this time, y'all, my cycle still is not late. So I'm not even thinking about taking a test because, no, why? I still got a whole month left. Y'all, I was pregnant. Pregnant. That's fuck. Which makes me feel so much better because I thought I was just getting fat. I was like, but I've been eating clean. (laughs) I ain't been drinking every day just on the weekend. Like, what's happening? And, you know, this has absolutely nothing to do with the question that was asked. But just, you know, shout out to God for, you know, growing my wife's body out, you know. Yeah. In, like, the right places. My baby got boobs. I do have breasts now. And them thighs, ooh. I thought it was personal so, before. Another question we got is, what is your favorite part of pregnancy thus far? And also, how did your moms react? We told y'all how the moms reacted. They were really happy. 
Mom cried again. My good. mom was happy. She was, but she was having a bad day when we told her. Yeah. <laughs> it was Father's Day. Nobody was acting right, and so she was just like, "You're the only one that's not. I'm not mad at right now. So come sit with me." And so, <laughs> <laughs> so we were. So she was happy. Um, my favorite part about pregnancy. This question made me feel so bad because I've been miserable, y'all. I, I like I feel like it makes you sound ungrateful, and I'm not. I'm happy this baby's here, doing what this baby got to do to mm-hmm. grow. But I fucking hate it. All right. What about what about the, the planning, looking at the baby clothes, reading the books? Hate uh, it. No, I'm playing. Uh, um, my favorite part of pregnancy. <laughs> but I do have a few favorite parts. I'm very happy this baby's heart is good. Baby is growing. I get really yeah. proud whenever I get those notifications. Each week I turn, some, the baby's doing something new. It makes me very proud of the baby. You know, a lot of things got to go perfectly. These babies got to fight to get here. Yeah. And this baby is fighting. And I really, really love the baby for that. Um, I also love um, the dreams, y'all. <laughs> Let me tell you something about these You should be ashamed dreams. of yourself. Let me that. tell you something, Lord Jesus. Talk, I ain't never your prob- your, 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 had your wet dreams plan. before in my life. I really wanted to understand the hype of it. But I y'all, since this baby show up. This is disturbing. I ain't gonna go into detail, but let me tell you one dream. Mikey's uh-huh. dick inappropriate right. just grew long. It just kept growing. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, y'all! I just and it's so vivid. It feels like I just can't explain it. Okay. One time, y'all, I woke up from this dream. I was rocking the bed. I'm thinking, I, I'm thinking if I wake up, Mikey's gonna be looking dead at me. I'm like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? He was sound asleep, y'all. These dreams. Not even the inappropriate ones. Even the the regular ones are so vivid and like so weird. And I love weird shit like that. So I really have been enjoying these pregnancy dreams. And when I tell some people, especially moms, my dreams are just like, yeah, that's a pregnancy dream. Because they don't make no sense. There's no rhyme or reason. Love these dreams. And the hormones. When I'm not nauseous, yeah, I'm horny all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. You gonna make another baby? Sex is so much fun when we have it. We've only had sex a few times. The doctor cussed us out. She was like, "Why aren't you having sex?" And I, we like, were like, we, we were nervous. Like, we were trying yeah. not to like. She was like, "You did not having sex did not make you lose that last baby. Y'all need to share the love, spread the love." She kept saying, "Share the love." She, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but <laughs> was I, mad at us. She was like, "Why aren't you having sex? You gotta have sex. Come on, you're not gonna want to have sex when I tell you to have sex at forty weeks." And I was like, "You're right, Mikey. Do you hear this? We should have sex. We should have lots and lots of sex." It. Root Insurance puts you in control. Root is a new type of car insurance that uses the sensors in your smartphone to look deeper than other insurers. Here's how it works. Download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior, like turning and braking, and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate, meaning good drivers could save hundreds. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. X. But you, you not to. She also said like, don't do nothing extra, which we we get. That's how this baby got here. We can get extra. She was talking about like regular old plain, you know. No, she won. White loving. These hormone shots. <laughs> what else am I loving, babe? Yeah, that's about it. I'm miserable. <laughs> All right. Well, I will share what I'm loving so far. Okay, what are you because, loving? Damn, <laughs> I'm loving Randy's misery. I'm not gonna lie, <sighs> we didn't get to experience this the first time. There was. All of the misery you experienced was because of the loss. Like, you didn't get to go through any of this process. So, like, seeing you 
do all the things you're doing. I've never heard you fart before in life. So you. you passed gas for the first time. We've been together 10 years. Mikey, it was wild. It's like, not the first time I passed gas. That shit had bass. Mikey. And Randy got like cheeks. So they like clapped at Mikey. the end. <laughs> what? <laughs> and you being nauseous and you throwing up and like all of these things that you see in movies and stuff. Like it's I get awful. to like be there for you and support you. Because I told you I was going to help. You did. I he did. I'm not going to leave hair. you alone he, while you out here. He flushes the toilet when the toilet gets too full of vomit, so don't splash back on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have you out here throwing up on yourself. He don't care. And one time I, y'all, I threw up so bad I peed. Like, he don't care. Like he I just don't like, care. You're just, pregnant with my job. I got you. It's so embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. I'm ready for this shit to pass. It's amazing. I'm not enjoying, like I'm ready to just enjoy, you know, just have the bump be out here. I ain't worked out. I haven't been able to do shit. They say it's supposed to pass eventually and I hope that it does because I want to like the baby, you know? I like the baby. I love the baby. Baby loves me. Baby doesn't like me though. I think the baby likes me. keeps leaving me alone with this baby and then the baby throws up. What do you mean by leaving you alone with the baby? Leave me in the house by myself. Like, Like when? Like in general. So I just leave you I randomly just leave the house and like go do hood rat shit with my friends. That's what you're talking about. Next question. What do you mean by leave, baby? What else are you excited about, baby? Is that it? <laughs> I am excited to find out if it's a boy or a girl. That's another question coming up, so we'll get to that. All right. Will you lock your child's hair? Do you want my honest answer? Yes. All right. Well, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no because it's too much work. But no, it's I, not. Randy, uh, breaking news, Randy shared with me the other day. I've Why always the- told you I want to lock our kids' hair. I've always said that. And- I asked, like, who's going to take care of it? And me. What you, said, you said me. Mikey, I don't do your hair because you're a grown-ass fucking man. Look, that's some bullshit. All right, the only reason I grew out my hair was because I heard all these stories about how girls are braid your hair. You didn't share that with me. And girls are like, do your you hair You didn't up. share that with you me. You braided my hair one time. One time. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, when I get my locks and stuff, you know, I'm at, my girl going to, like, retwist. She's going to, like, no. I get to, like, sit between her legs and, like, you know, have a whole. first of all, let's what? tell the whole truth. Wait, You're okay. obsessive about your hair. Something that should take him three hours, maybe no, two hours, maybe what, three on a good hours? day. Supposed to I have a very large head and a whole lot of him locks. That's eight hours, hours to do his whole head. It take like and then six, you gotta twist it a certain way. You gotta flick the wrist and all the extra shit. Nobody got time for you, Mike. My shit be looking right though. And you like it. It's all right. So And the only reason I do that is because you won't let me get my hair done by anybody else. No. So, and you won't do it. No. So how you get mad at me for taking my time to do it? I wanna lock the baby's hair. But everybody keeps telling me, let them decide, let them decide, let them decide. I think we should let them decide. What the fuck ever? Who got to do that? I got to do their hair. You're not going to do it. They can learn to do their own hair. They I will learned eventually. To do my own. Right. When you were in college. Yeah, that's when I grew it out. I want to, but if the, I, you know, I do believe that babies should, you know, have, I should have their consent. So in the meantime, I'm going to let them grow their hair. I'm not, if it's a girl, we're not going to push perms. Nah. It's just not going to happen. But they want to get their hair locked. I will let them lock. And if it's a boy, we go, we go, we go, uh, I will get into that. Yeah. I don't know. How long have you two been trying to conceive? So, this answer is two-part. I've been trying to get Brandy pregnant since she was like... 15. 18. I was, I was trying to be... We didn't start sex. I was 17. PC. She had been talking about... I'm going to knock you up. Oh, yeah. I was saying it. So, in real life... So, we started... We got married April 2016. Mm-hmm. I got off the pill December 2016. Yes. We started to try Super Bowl that following February 2017. Right? Sounds about right. Am I lying? No, I think we just we told Mama on Super Bowl Sunday that we were trying to have a baby. Yeah, that was what year was that? When the Falcons? Yeah, got was that twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen? Twenty sixteen. That was twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. That's last year. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. I want to say yes, yes but it yeah, was. okay. So, um, and so, but y'all, it took me a while because 
I was you on just the pill. got on birth control. Yeah. I was on the pill. I've been on birth control. Some form of birth control since 2008. I'm lying. Seven. You were in high school. And it was seven years. 2010. Okay. So seven years of birth control of, of hormones in my system trying to keep me not pregnant. And it worked. I never got pregnant. And it was <laughs> glorious. And I had lots and lots of sex. And I was very happy about that. But now that I'm really going to have a baby, these hormones are in my system. So I, we actually didn't get pregnant the whole time we were trying. We stopped trying in like Because Randy was March, like, we're we having too much sex. No, we I, like, I, we were scared. We had talked to some couples who had had kids. They'd been married for 10 years and they were miserable. We was like, maybe we should get to know each other some more. <laughs> By miserable, we mean, we mean tired. They were tired. They were miserable. They loved their kids. <laughs> but they were like, yeah. If we could have done something different, we would have waited we five wait. more years. And, and I was like, like, y'all full of shit. Look how happy y'all are. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so we, we decided to stop. But that whole time, y'all never got pregnant. Yeah. We started trying again in December. And that's when I got pregnant. Yes. For, with the first baby. Yes. We found out in January. Yep. Lost the baby in February. Yep. So technically, it took like a year. Technically. But not. It really took three months for the first baby of us actively trying to conceive. Now, I was using ovulation tests and stuff, but I really don't think those work. They do maybe for some people, but y'all, the best thing that worked for me for women out there who are trying is cervical mucus, like tracking my cervical mucus. Like, I know Mikey said, like, he, he hates it because I talk about it all the time. He's like, I just really want you to stop talking but, about cycles and cervical mucus. <laughs> y'all, it's glorious me? because your body does it all the time. And the, I like that it took me a minute to get pregnant because I got to learn my body. But, you know, I have a low service. Like, I learned that about myself. I knew that. Mike could do that. But <laughs> I had to ask him, like, is my service low or high? Yes, He's it like, is. It's low. And so. Um, I had to push that thing back. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I had a low cervix. And, you know, cervical mucus is, you know, when it gets really, really slimy and okay. things. Yeah. That means. The hand movements that she does when I she does. That means you're, you, you, that's prime time to get busy. Yeah, yeah. And so because my cervix is so low, I could tell from just wiping where I was. Not to bore anybody, but that's just the truth. So I stopped using ovulation tests, and I started just tracking what my body was doing. So this baby took one cycle. I, had, I knocked it out pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. I had a cycle in April. Uh-huh. I had a cycle in May. Mm-hmm. That's the last cycle I had. <laughs> and it's the last one you'll have until February, where you yeah. have a super cycle. And a whole bunch of buildup will come out. <sighs> So, yeah, so it took me a month for this baby. It took three months for the first baby, but technically, and all, it took like a year to get the hormones out of my system. What gender do you prefer? What gender do you prefer? That's the, that's the last answer. question. So, I'm, I'm, I'm in first. therapy for this, okay? Okay. I feel like I've been talking a lot. You, you answer first. All right. What gender so, do you prefer? When people ask this question and I answer, they look at me like they don't think I'm telling the truth. I do not care if I have a boy or a girl. I actually believe you. I do not care. All I want is a child who can see. I want my baby to have good eyesight. I want them to be able to hear. I want them to be fully formed. And I want them to be healthy and alive. God willing, they won't have asthma. I got a whole bunch of medical issues. I want my baby heart to be okay with no holes in it. I just want a healthy child. If I have a daughter, I'm going to love the fuck out of my daughter. The way if I was supposed to love their daughter, I'm going to raise my daughter. The way I really plan to raise my daughter. She's going to be a real one out here. Uh, it's gonna be great if i have a son i'm gonna raise my son to be a great man i know and i'm looking forward to that i really do not care whichever one comes first second or you know but never if i have three daughters we'll be stopping after whatever hopefully the second one be (laughs) the other gender but uh yeah i just i don't care i don't know if i'm gonna do this again i just want to help the baby this shit is hard i just want to help the baby Um, either way we're gonna be matching yeah (laughs) either way we're gonna be doing some of the same stuff together and i I think that's really like i will with my son 
my son to be reading just like my daughter would be. Like, it's just. I think that's really admirable. Yeah. I, on the other hand, I am slowly starting not to have a preference. And it's okay. only because of therapy. But okay. I've always wanted a girl. I've always wanted a daughter. Always. But that wanting a daughter has come out of a fear of men. And that I've had to confront. Um, I don't really have many guy friends that I trust and that I love. Or many guy friends in general. Because I've been so traumatized by these male villains in my life. Mm-hmm. And so I've had to really confront that with thinking I could be carrying a boy. And that scares the shit out of me. Because I've had to really confront this idea of, do I think that men are inherently bad? You know? Like, I... I worry about carrying a perpetrator will this person be a good person will this person advocate for women will this person you know molest their kids you know like you i'm just know how i feel about nurture versus nature like i yeah, know but still like i'm just away, like i don't but... you know my family has a lot of generational curses that i feel like portray through the men and like i don't want to perpetuate that and however for me that's like not fair and also, you know, I've always thought about having a girl as this type of redemption thing. Like, I'm going to have this girl, and she's going to be everything I was, and she's going to be confident. And she's you gonna, can't do that. You know, I can't, like, live vicariously through this You're baby. You're not supposed to project your be, life on your child. Right. Yeah. This baby is going to be, and this is what I've been talking about with my therapist. This baby, whoever we have, is going to be their own person. Yes. Our only, like, role is to guide them and to make sure that they stay alive longer than us. Yeah, to physically protect them from That's hurt, it. harm, or danger. And to teach them how to maneuver in this But, like, world. I can't control what their dreams are. I can't control who they are. All I who can do love. is, like, love them yeah. and, like, be there for them and support them. And, I, and, you know, that's it. Like, I really have to relinquish control in that sense. And I don't want to put pressure on these babies, whoever we have. I don't want them to grow up with these complexes. My mom didn't love me. My mom treated me like this. Like, that is my worst fear. My mom fear. wanted a daughter instead of right. me. Right. And so. Um, and now I'm a hoe. Right. And Mikey. I treat with, I'm just like, what? So I really wanted to confront that in therapy, and we have. And so I will be doing cognitive, I will be doing cognitive processing. Mikey almost fell out of his chair. I'll be doing cognitive processing therapy. I think that's what it's called, CPT, where she'll have me write out my um, my history of, of molestation and trauma in detail, which will make me like confront it. Because her whole thing is, you know, we can't use our babies to heal. You know, um, we, we can't do that healing through them because that's a lot of pressure for the child. Yeah. And we have to do that hard work first. And I really want to do that hard work first, or at least start, before we find out who we're having and before um, they get here. I like to do the same. I haven't talked to you about it, but um, while I've done a lot of healing with my mother, who the world knows I love. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she knows I love. I have not taken a single fucking step when it concerns my father. Yeah. Now, I honestly believe I could live the rest of my life without acknowledging his existence. I know. And I'd be fine. Y'all look just alike, though. I really would. Um, however, there has been a couple of things, like, biting at me. Small things, but we know small things snowball into... Yeah. Larger things. And what I refuse to do is be an incomplete person for my child. Yeah. Can't do it. Um, I care too much about this lime that is growing in your womb area. And there are some things that I will need to work out um, and figure out how I should go about that. Now, I'm not in any, I'm not planning on having a father. My father is my best friend. I'm not. Um, but I would. I don't know. I mean, I, I need to. I, I would like to know something. Reconciliation, I think, is possible, but we, I do think it's possible. You don't it's, think it is, but I, I think don't it's think possible. it's possible when the other person don't care. And I've never thought that my father cared. So, like, but I don't know because I ain't never talked to the nigga. I don't know. Y'all used to write letters to each other. Yeah, when I was it like eleven. It sounded like he cared. 
The ones you let me read? I thought so too. But it was for me to show up at court so that he could stay in the country. But like, it's, it's, yeah. it's a whole other thing. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Because, I mean, I have come a very long way without him. Um, this is true. And I have grown to become a, a good person eventually, you know, without him. But I don't want the same for my child. I want to, I want to be there. And I'd like to, with who I am now, I'd like to go ahead and talk to that man. Yeah. At some point. It ain't well, happening today. But, you know, y'all listeners, please encourage me to, you know, reach out. If you got some advice, if you got like strained relationships, you know, just throw that in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I, there are some people I want to confront too before I have a baby. But my therapist is like, look, if you confront them, you need to confront them. Like not you. expecting a reaction. These people could not remember. These people could remember. They could care. They could not care. Um, and, you can't base like you're wanting to confront them based off this like fantasy reaction you hope you get. So I am doing that hard work, y'all, because I want to be happy about any baby um, that they tell me I'm carrying because we already have names for it, whether it's a boy or girl. And I love their names. So I don't care who I call. You if know. you are curious, um, no, my son would not be a Paul. Yeah, no, we don't do juniors. We want these babies to have their own identities and their own people. But I would like a little Randy Jr. No. no? I think Randy should stop. Yeah, I love no, my Paul, name. You know, Paul's like, is about to die off on the Chapman side. I think so, that, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's that's where we are with gender preference. I kind of do, but it makes me feel bad. So, I'm really working hard not to. I honestly, I'm not going to lie. I heard boys were cheaper, which is like appealing. Not you know their grandmothers and girls go through shit like so the boys like, no, but like you have to understand like patriarchy is real so like one yeah. child has like some type of advantage already not really because but then on, on, on the flip black, side patriarchy also hurts me like patriarchy does. also it's, is yeah, like it, not it hurts as much as it helps but then you have to understand like i don't know i'd worry so much more with a girl but like i don't know it just causes me to pay more attention like there's like i don't know I want a healthy kid with both eyes and ears and a working heart. Yes. That's it. So that's that's the questions, y'all. Um, thank you. That was episode. I hope it wasn't too boring. That was episode 21. I'm actually not feeling my best. And now I can tell y'all that because you know I'm pregnant. Yeah. Um. So moving forward, this is a relationship podcast. This is not a baby podcast. And so we do want to talk about the baby. We'll probably talk about the baby randomly in future episodes. But moving forward, if the episode is all baby-centered, it will be its own mini episode, probably still without a fight or flight love story, just so we could like get it on off the way. But this will force us to um, maintain our relationship podcast and yeah. And stay in tune with each other because I can't stand to see people who have kids. And then the and it relationships becomes all about fades. the kids. Like, yeah. Nah, this is not. Like, I know a, it happens. Uh, it may happen with us. This could like ways. transform into like a family thing later. But as of right now, this is still a relationship thing. We are still. We still got a lot to talk about, oh, a lot yeah. to learn about each other. And um, so we want to keep those episodes separate. So the next time we have a really big baby one again will be a, its own mini episode. So if you're not interested in kids, if you don't want to talk about kids, if ha- talking about kids is triggering, you can just skip that whole episode. Yep. All day. And just move on to the next episode. But if you are extremely curious about what's going on on with the know, baby, with baby gate, what are we calling it? On the baby front? Yeah. <laughs> um, you can listen. Yeah. And ask questions. We'll still answer. Yeah. So <sighs> that's the episode where you do not have a fight or flight. 
But we do have. Well, PDA. I got a fight or flight. Nah, I'm messing with you. Your fight or flight will be next episode. <laughs> we do have a PDA because we've been live for like eight episodes in these PDAs, and it's been so hard. So we really just want to. We've been Holy having to find missing. dumb shit to thank each other for when it's really. Yeah, hey, I'm pretty sure people can hear it. Like, bullshit. Thank you. I tell, thank each other for food. I want to thank you. For when you crave it, something you don't understand, <laughs> y'all. Food is great. Okay, baby, here go. I can go first. Um, shit. Now that I'm actually allowed to say it, I don't know where to start. I just want to thank you for caring my child. Like, you're pregnant with my I baby. Am. I'm so fucking happy. I'm just happy. I'm happy and my face hurts from smiling sometimes. I know. It does. Um, I'm so very proud of you. This is not easy. Nope. By any stretch. Um, I know it's not fun for you, someone who prides themselves on never throwing up. Uh, I do. To have to. Yep. To have to do it now because your body won't let you be great in the way that you are used to being. Mm-hmm. Um, because you got to do what you got to do to continue growing this small alien in your lower belly. <laughs> and I don't know, I've, I've watched you struggle with the loss of our first child. And I saw what that did to you. And to be back in this position and with you doing what you're doing with our new baby, I'm just very proud of you. And uh, the strength that you're showing and handling this the way that you're handling it. I love it. I really do. I know you're miserable. I know you're miserable. Do you know? I know. Because I'm here all the time. Because I said I would be. You're kind of here. You kind of sometimes leave me with the baby. I I go to work. (laughs) Work smirk. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you could just let me sell drugs and then I could be home all the time. Huh? No. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. Oh, I'm sorry. He just started watching Golden Girls. On I saw it for the first time in my life last week. Yo, it's been a lot of firsts. We'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. For my baby. My baby. I'll get specific later. But thank you very much for my baby. I appreciate it. You're going to make me a father. Yeah. You've made me a father. And I am excited to like parent. And teach and help God and do all these great things. And I'm only given this opportunity because you are the best person ever. Thank you, babe. You're welcome. Well, I really appreciate you for giving me this baby. You oh, know? yeah, I did it. Couldn't yeah. do this without you. Yeah. Wouldn't do this with anyone else so soon after the first baby. That's what's up. I had fun shooting that club up. Okay. <laughs> You're such a <laughs> um, but I also really appreciate you being there. I know you are so tired, Mike. I know that I drive you crazy. All I'm eating is noodles. You worried yeah. about my nutrition. I'm throwing up all over the place. I've gotten throw up on you. I've got pee on your stuff. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I can't control my body. And I feel very useless and unproductive. And all I can do is like sit here and take it and like hope this baby don't kill me in the process. So thank you so much for flushing the toilet when the vomit gets too big and it's splashing back on everywhere. I'll always flush the toilet for you, baby. Thank you for holding my hair. Thank you for, you know, making my noodles and things. I really appreciate you for just really being an assist like you promised you would be. And you are here and you are present. And um, it's been it's been doable because of you. So thank you. You're welcome, baby. You've been picking up a lot of the slack. I mean, y'all, I'm so... If it's a day that I throw up, that's it for me. Like, that day is just, that day is over. That's done. I'm in bed for the rest. Like, I can't. So, and I know, I know. It's so hard for you, babe. And I'm really ready to get the energy people promised me I would get as I enter into the second trimester so that I can be, like, a person again and not just, like, possessed. So, I really appreciate you for this, baby. And for just helping me out because I did not anticipate it being this hard this first trimester. 
it's really hard. And I cry a lot, you know, and you be caught off guard. <laughs> <laughs> I just cry over everything. Yeah, I was watching Cloak and Dagger. I just cried. I was, it was so sad. I just cried. I just cried <laughs> over everything. And he's just like, oh, wait, we're serious. Okay, so you're crying. You want me to hold you? Like, I, I know. I know. I know you're tired. And I really appreciate you. Thank you. You're welcome, baby. All right. All right, y'all. So that's it. That Engagement. was episode Let 21. Let us know what you're what you thinking. If you want to have kids, have you thought about it? Are you trying again? What's happening? Do you have no intention on having kids? How do you feel about people? Um, you know, I, I've, I, there's a couple that I that I know um, and a girl I've known since high school. And she's very like adamant about expressing um, how toxic it is that people have this expectation that newlyweds are supposed to have babies at some point. Like there's a way that it's supposed to go. Um, and I would love for her to like comment on that and like share a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, but like, if you have no intention on having a baby right now, if your focus isn't that a baby, you know, you just want to like spend time with your your spouse and stuff, you know, share a little bit about what you're doing. Yeah. Um, if you would like to take part in the get the 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 pool giveaway. that we're having, not the giveaway, we're, we're we're gambling about the baby. Oh yeah. Uh, if boy it's a boy or, or girl. Uh, if I think girl, and but that's only because. That's what I asked for in the beginning of this year. But the first baby could have been a girl and I could be dead ass wrong. And I think girl too, but I will bet on boy just for this fact. Why? Just because just I want to put money on something. You can put money on a girl. So if you want to add to the pot, boy or girl, if girl wins, Randy gets all the money. I get boy wins, all of it. I, I get, still all, the get money, all the money. But it still goes to Randy. Because so. I'm doing all this heavy work. It's basically if you want to give some money to Randy. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I'm boy or girl. Out. Call to action. Be sure to check out our website, y'all. BlackMillennialMarriage.com. Congrats to the giveaway winner, Josh. Yes. Joshua, sorry. Um, well, don't disrespect the homie. Yes, Gotta add the Sorry, Uwa. Joshua. He won an Amazon gift card. We were supposed to do this grand giveaway for everybody, y'all. And we're still going to do it. We, it's happening. Been, it's just that my baby been throwing up because of my other baby. So just, yeah. Give Help, us a second. Just please it's, work it's coming, with me. It's coming. Subscribe to our newsletter if you haven't. Um, if you're new to the page because you just saw a picture of my wife pregnant and me kissing like above her vagina, um, subscribe to our newsletter because we give stuff away. We and do. We will be giving away something great at the end of this month. We will. Because August is, you know, just one of those months. Uh, follow us on social media. On Instagram, we are Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook, we are Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter, what is it, baby? Black Mill Mare Pod. Mm. Thank everybody for sending us emails. Robbie, Susie, Ty. Uh, oh my god so many people Amani Anthony we gonna add on to this we have so many people who've been emailing us yes thank y'all so much we really appreciate it I will respond back to the people who just responded but yesterday was a bad day for me anyway (laughs) thank you again for for listening (laughs) be blessed don't settle fight clean I impregnated my wife peace you dig it you dig it I dig it I dig it you dig it, I dug it, we're good, so yo, I hope you love it, I love it, I got no upper, but none above it, I focus on what the funk is, don't know what's so fierce, I'm sipping Tyler P. Rude Insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Rude app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details.